Well, hello everyone and welcome to GG and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. This is my podcast, so thank you for joining me and listening in today. I really appreciate it. Okay, went to, to Lowe's this morning and they have moved all the Halloween stuff away. And it's filled with Christmas. <laughs> Anything and everything Christmas is there already. Um, as I mentioned last week on my podcast, I know that Halloween is not happening here. <laughs> and I won't have any pumpkin anything. Um, but I, I, if I did, if I had real pumpkins, read a, a cool thing. And it was just a reminder because I really did know this already. It was kind of a cool reminder. If I had pumpkins, I, which I will not. But when you are finished with your Halloween pumpkins, and some people actually do things with them, like cook. I've never done that. They've always been decorations and jack-o'-lanterns and what have you. But if you don't do anything except throw them away, don't throw them away. Because it's great to, to find a kind of an, you know, out-of-the-way out place, a woodsy area. You want to be careful where you do this. But you toss them to the ground and until they burst open. And it's really good for, they're really good for animals. Uh, everything about the pumpkin. Um, it's healthy for them. It's completely safe. <coughs> Excuse me, for them. And, then this is gross. So you may want to zone out for a minute because it's kind of gross. Uh, when the animals, all of the little forest <laughs> creatures eat, all of that. It's a natural dewormer. So it's all good. So if you do have pumpkins and you think about it and you want to do that and you can do it someplace, you don't want to throw it in your neighbor's yard, <laughs> but, um, at, you know, an out of the way place in a park or something. I thought that was really cool. And if I had pumpkin, pumpkins this year, I would do that for sure. Uh, okay. Um, as I said last week about the people, the mothers being upset about animal owners calling their pets fur babies. People are upset about something constantly. Today what I read was um, the prequel to Game of Thrones is House of Dragons. Um, I don't watch that and I did not watch Game of Thrones nor do I plan to watch any of that. But people are outraged. It's all over the internet, all over social media. Tons of stories from every kind of source, variety, uh, many, many sources. Uh, people just lost their minds because this episode that aired last night was too dark to see. Now, while I am not a fan of any of that that series, that franchise, I... Um, I do get that because there are shows, there are movies where that really does happen. It's like the scene is too dark. It's like, what is going on? Um, we watch a lot of British TV and uh, quite recently I've been watching a show out of uh, South Africa. It takes place in South Africa. It's really a beautifully done show. Um, it's really a, a, about trying to solve this, the murder of this woman. and. The, the lead actress in this show, if you did watch Downton Abbey, she played John Bates' wife who dies in, uh, spoiler alert, oops, uh, 
and she is so different in this show. And it's something like recipes for love and murder, something like that. I'm not looking at my at, at my notes right now, but it's it's really a, a beautifully done show. It really, really is. But but why bring that up? We use sometimes we use closed caption on British shows. Not not very often, but every now and then we have. But the thing about this show, this South African show, they will occasionally fall into the the local language in South Africa. And just so just for a brief moment, they will and even sometimes when they're speaking just regular English, they will pop up the words on the screen for you, which I think is really very cool. But the show, the opening sequence, the credits, the introduction to the show is so beautiful. And if you're a foodie, you will really, really love it. It's vibrant colors of her chopping food or someone who's chopping food and and. It's just, it's just beautifully, it's just beautifully done. But anyway, I do understand people being upset about being able to, to understand accents and scenes being too dark and so forth. But if you're a watcher of House of Dragons, you may know what I'm talking about. Let's talk a little more about food since I brought up food. We've never tried a food service where you get the, you sign up, it's a, a, a subscription service for food. And I think it became very, very popular during COVID. And it still is. And there are so many different ways you can do it. But I read today about one um, that Martha Stewart is associated with, along with uh, Marley Spoon. Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon. And I read some reviews of it. And it, it got pretty good reviews. And some people think it's too pricey and some people think it's affordable. Um, one thing I found interesting is the way they they pack it. They actually ship fish, and I think that and and then it's like when you receive it, you know, freeze it, cook it, and then they give you a couple of days for that. But according to everything I read, they include almost everything except like olive oil, salt, pepper, any particular spices you would want to use. We don't do that because we like to cook, and we do cook, so uh, we've never really tried to get involved with having food selected, you know, the actual food selected for us. You, uh, in this service, this Martha Stewart service, you pick your meals, you do pick that, but you're not actually picking the, the food itself. So anyway, if you have done any of those, let me hear from you. Give me a, a private message. I'd like to know how that worked out for you. Big to do about Airbnb. I don't know if you've been reading about that in the news, different sources. Some stories about uh, controversy, actually, about what is good and what isn't good about Airbnb. We've never done that, um, nor would I. I have no interest in that. It's like, I want to go to a hotel. Uh, I want to, yeah, I'm, a, I'm about a nice hotel, not an Airbnb. But what is really interesting to me about what's going on right now there is you know when you go into someone's home it's really where they live and they vacated and then you come in and you do your thing and then you you clean up and you pay a fee you pay a cleaning fee pretty standard well what's happened it's exploded with popularity and people are getting greedy apparently now i'm reading this from many many sources not experienced it myself but about 150 dollars is what they charge just for the cleanup 
And now that varies greatly on how many people are there, the size of the residents and so forth, so forth. But what's happening now, not only are they charging sometimes very outrageous fees, but they're, they're making demands about what you do have to do instead of just tidying up. Uh, they want you to mow the lawn. <laughs> they want you to, you know, do these outrageous things that, why would you do that if you're on a, a, a getaway? You would stay home, right, to do that. When people stay with us, we don't have a large condo, but we love having people visit us. And, and what I do when people are here, because this is, when I travel and I go away, I want to uh, enjoy and relax. And that hits hotels for us or cruise ships or something, trains, whatever. And I do understand wanting to help when you are staying with someone. It's like, you know, because I've done it myself. Strip down the bed, uh, you know, put everything in the, in the washing machine, all the towels, and so forth, you know, tidy up the bathroom, the, the give a swish to the to the toilet and the sink, and you know, uh, clean clean it up a bit. I get that, but when people visit me, I really encourage them not to do that, because I really feel, let me pamper you, let me take care of it. You're here, you're a guest in my home, and I want you to relax and be a guest. Now I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable if they want to cook and clean, if they really want to. Okay. And I will sit back and enjoy that. But I would rather have someone come into our home and let me pamper them. Um, you can cook and clean at home. You can do all of that at home. But while you're here, um, as a matter of fact, let's leave all of that and let's sit and chat and have drinks and good food together and great conversation. Because it's, it's not about, uh, you know, taking care of somebody else's place. So these stories that just won't go away about Airbnb just confirm how I do not have a desire to go to an Airbnb, plus the fact there have been quite a few stories about privacy issues where people have um, hidden cameras set up, and some of the stories have actually been quite creepy. Let's talk a little bit, let's let's uh, swing back to entertainment and the um, uh, the uh, House of Dragons thing. If you were a fan of Schitt's Creek, it's hard to believe. It has been off the air two years, I believe, two years. I still watch it. I never get tired of it. I love, love, love that show. I love some some characters and some parts of it, uh, marginal. Some are really, mm, really, uh, uh. But the, the main core group, uh, especially certain ones of them I like I like very very much one of them of course is the incomparable Dan Levy and I'm so happy to hear there's a show I don't know about it but I'm going to look into it called Sex Education I believe they're coming into yeah season four and he's joining that cast and from what I've read about it it sounds like young people in school and then they go on to college he is going to his character is named Mr. Malloy and he's going to be a, a teacher. Uh, he is a cult, some kind of cultist of, of some sort. I am very, very happy. And I'm so I may have to start at season four because I am a huge fan of his talent. And of course, his father forever, Eugene, forever. I've been a fan of his. Uh, 
but I also like Dan's personal views and philosophies and he seems to be a good human to the core. So I'm very, very excited that he has a new show. I, I, I hope that I will enjoy <laughs> this show. It may not be my cup of tea. Um, I'm probably not the demographic for that. But I'm gonna check it out anyway, and I may go from the from the front to the back. I frequently do that late at night when I have my my headphones on, and so I don't bother Gary and something playing on my iPad. It will switch to another show, just um, like on Netflix or or Prime or any of the ones that I have, any of the streaming services that I have, and the, and then I'll doze off and wake up. It's like oh, a new show, <laughs> and I'll be like, well, I kind of like that, and so I'll watch the ending first. Anyway, all of you guys, I hope you have a great week um, in October, this first full week of October. And uh, if you go anywhere, you're going to see Christmas trees and Christmas decorations. So enjoy. Be sure to look us up on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. All things cruise Gary writes for them. You can read about our recent voyage on Scarlet Lady if you want to. Gary has also some uh, sideshows of sunsets out there taken on Scarlet Lady that are really, really beautiful if you're into sunsets over water. Very, very pretty. Uh, be sure, please check out our YouTube channel if you would and subscribe to it. You can subscribe to my podcast too. I would appreciate that as well. My books are on Amazon. Don't forget that. Pamela Barker, if you have trouble finding them, I will help you. No problem there. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you being out there. I know you're out there, and it means everything. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being with me at GG in the 561, my podcast. Stay with me.